Well, here we are again, friends. Another week, another episode, and another lockdown. There's not much else you can say to that, really. Welcome to Scattered Episode 13. scattered the podcast it is i katie gallagher your host once again and this time we are joined with two very amazing women later on in the episode for a brilliant conversation on disability in ireland and disability during covid so firstly before we start i wanted to check in with everyone how are you i know the last episode i put out i had pre-recorded and i was like oh yeah we'll all be back to school now and then boom norma fucking foley um yeah, look, what can we say? We're stuck with where we are. We're all doing really well. Um, we're getting on with it. I just can't wait to get a vaccine, to be quite honest with you. Um, I'm not going to lie. This last few weeks, I have been struggling. Uh, January blues have kicked in with a mix of all the feelings I was kind of ignoring in November and December because we were all so busy. It's all kind of hit me now and I get okay until like 8 o'clock at night and then I'm like, oh... But it's okay. There are ways to manage it. I just wanted to share that in case you are also feeling that way and you're like, oh my God, I'm the only person feeling this way. Um, You're not alone. We're all kind of struggling in our own ways. And I hope that... I, I'm always so conscious when I say things like that because I don't want to set anybody off. Because I feel like when we all when, when someone says to you, oh, we're all in the same boat, get on, get on with it. Um, it can be very invalidating. Obviously, your feelings are valid and shit, and, it's not, and just because everyone else is having a tough time doesn't mean it's going to make yours any easier. But just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We are going to get out of this, and we are going to be fine, and we are going to just have to keep going with the rules, and that's it. Um, today we are, like I said, we're having a conversation about disability. Um, I would like to do a bit of plugging beforehand, though, as well, because I will mention it in the notes, in the show notes, and we do mention it in the in the interview. But if you want to follow Neve or Lauren on any social medias, Neve can be followed on Neve Dunphy. Um, that's her private one. She, you can also follow her on Irish Music Podcast, Irish Music Gems Podcast, and um, Gigability Blog. You can also follow Lauren on everything at Lauren Bet, and that's Lauren with an A, not an E at the end. And I keep catching myself out on that one myself. They're two very amazing girls. And I'm really glad we get to have a conversation with them. And I have some plugging of my own to do, ladies and gentlemen. On the 12th of February, I will be having two songs out into the world for Valentine's Day. I did this on purpose. Um, We've had these recorded for a very long time. and We were meant to actually release them before the very first lockdown hit. But um, we decided to hold off because they are quite melancholy songs uh one is melancholic and the other one is a uh, very lovey-dovey so we wanted to wait but sure you can only wait so long and with these lockdowns coming it's kind of ridiculous now to just wait for the better time because the time will have passed so i'm releasing melon and i'm releasing the canal the canal is my favorite but to the people i've sent the music to they prefer melon um so i've given 
you all two different songs. If you are in love this Valentine's Day, you can listen to Melon. And if you're heartbroken, you can listen to The Canal. Or I would prefer if you listened and downloaded and streamed both of them. But anyway, there you go. Um, Just want to reiterate, because I'm already getting it now. <laughs> These songs were written when I was in secondary school. I just wanted to give them the light of day. Um, these songs were also recorded for last year. Okay, I just want to keep saying that because I'm getting a lot of questions already. And um, yeah, it's they weren't written about anyone really. Actually, Melon was written about a couple um, that I knew in secondary school who have long since, since broken up. But um, I don't think they even know that this song is theirs. But um, yeah, it, that one's for them. And then The Canal was written before I even knew what love was. It was more of a, an idea than anything so yeah there are two songs that hopefully you can take in your own experience and use them and I hope you enjoy them as you can probably tell I am very very tired I'm square-eyed I do not know how people do a tech job 24-7 looking at a screen 24-7 I just can't do it um but anyway yeah everyone's doing really well fair play to everybody oh sorry by the way also um, due to country Wi-Fi and the benefits and disadvantages of Zoom, the start of this podcast episode actually starts a little bit um, on the rocks because I tried to do the introductions and uh, Lauren lost Wi-Fi there halfway through. So I just want to do a little bit of an introduction now as well before we get on with it. Lauren is a fantastic musician. She's also a Beardfire baby. She, Although she has only one hand, she has can master and plays the... Um, um, guitar, ukulele, bass and piano. She's also on TikTok. She is also an All-Ireland Champion singer and she was on the Late Late Show in 2016. We also have Neve. Neve, she is in a wheelchair and as she will discuss herself, she is also host of the Irish Music Gems podcast. She is also one-fourth of the Gigability blog for wheelchair users, bringing every gig to your door and also bringing some new and upcoming acts from both England and Ireland and reviewing them and blogging about them and I've been very very grateful for all that they have done for me. The two ladies have different degrees of disability in terms and we talk about this on the podcast one obviously has a full-time carer one lives a relatively normal life so it's important that we talk about the whole thing about visible disability and invisible disability as well and we talk about this in the episode look I hope you enjoy it guys and I hope whatever you take from this episode you just take being kind just be kind to people
Well, ladies, welcome to Scatter the Podcast. Here I am joined with two very fantastic women. Here you go now, girls. This is the bio that I've been, I was practicing this in the shower on my run. I've been practicing speaking this and I'm definitely going to make an arse of it. So in one corner, we have all the way from Dublin, Miss Neve Dunphy, who is one quarter of the Gigability blog, which are four wheelchair users trying to uh, make the world even a better place, one concert venue at a time. And they also review Irish and British music throughout the year. And they have reviewed me and I've been very lucky to, for them in that sense. Neve also is a podcaster for the Irish Music Gems podcast and is a huge support to this show and you've probably heard about her before because I mention her nearly at the end of every episode thanking her for her support. We also have an, a fellow bogger um, and from Offaly, Miss Lauren Beth. I'm sorry, maybe you don't like the word bogger. I thought it was funny but it didn't work. It didn't hit. Hello. Sorry, my internet cut out. I just... <laughs> That's why I couldn't hear you. Oh, that's that's, I, was like, shit. I was like, shit, I'm after like getting her now. I'm after insulting her by calling her a bugger. But... <laughs> yeah, because it just froze and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. My heart. Because I, I was... That was I. I was like, oh, well. Oh, shit. She's started already. Okay. And if I disappear, it's my bad internet. That's okay. We'll work around it. We also have the fantastic 18-year-old hailing from Offaly, Miss Lauren Beth, who is a, a famous TikToker, a famous singer. Uh, one of, one, don't laugh at that. You're always on my For You page. She's also one of the Beardfire Babies, and she is bringing modern pop classic that evokes 1980s nostalgic melancholy, and she is a perfect mix of The Cure, Cindy Crawford, the 19... 75 and Orla Gartland and she also appeared on the Late Late Show in 2016 and she's an All-Ireland singing champion. She is one-handed, this is what her bio says now, I stole it directly, one-handed but also uh, can play the guitar, the ukulele, the piano and the bass guitar. Uh, and her singles are also Just Breathe Baby, Shadow Doll, 11 Years and there are many, many more to come. Ladies, welcome. Hello. Thank oh, thank you. you. I was like, shit, no one's going to talk. The bogger <laughs> joke, we just can't get back from it. <laughs> no, I am a bogger. It's okay. I'm a country. Yeah, because I was like thinking, I was like, how will I describe, like, I was thinking, how will people know the difference between when one of the girls is talking and one of the other? And I was like thinking, well, Neve has her strong Dublin accent and yeah. then the two of us will have our flat Midlands style accents. <laughs> girls. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm after tro- going through your bios and making a dog's dinner of it. You tell me about yourselves. Neve. I'll get you to start. Off you go. Tell us about yourself. Right, well, let's see what can I tell you. Well, I'm a wheelchair user with cerebral palsy, as people won't know because they can't don't see me. Um, I studied digital marketing at TUW Dublin Telecompass. I'm a podcaster and blogger and former uh, international athlete in Paralympic sport. Output. I knew I forgot something. I'm so sorry. I knew I forgot to say something. It's all right. So, yeah, that's pretty much me. Well, that's, that is a lot to be able to say. And Lauren, go on, tell us about yourself. What do you like to do? Right. Well, I'm Lauren. I'm 18. I'm so old. I am from Offaly and I make music and I sing and I am doing my leave insert and I am 
Yeah, I, I write music. That's my life. <laughs> I hate those questions. Those questions are the hardest questions, aren't you? Like, tell me about yourself. And you're like, uh, I fell off a horse once when I was five. Yeah. I can't, uh, that's it. That's all I've got. But anyway, girls, thank you so much for giving up your time. And like, I know, Neve, you're just finished exams. You're getting ready to go for your next semester I yeah. I'm one year out of college and I don't get the I've lost all terminology and I know Lauren you're meant to be, you're studying right now for leaving sir so thank you very much for giving up your time for me first off we'll do what I always do with everybody how is the lockdowns lockdowns unfortunately we have to put an s at the end of that how has it been for you <laughs> um I actually don't mind them like I kind of I, I've learned how to keep myself busy and because of school and stuff I just I always have stuff to do so I don't mind it but at times it is kind of like difficult when you're like stuck inside you get cabin fever a bit without a doubt I'm definitely a devil for cabin fever and what about you Neve? you had a, you've had a tough lockdown yeah because I live independently with the systems of carers so I wouldn't be seeing as many people as I normally would other than my care staff. So it's been quite hard to do college online. I've actually been doing like grade-wise better than I ever have from doing online. So it is keeping me focused a bit more that way. But in terms of like, I'm kind of guessing like actually going out and seeing people and stuff. I think that's the hardest part for lockdown though for everyone the loneliness of it is just too much I can't take it anymore really now obviously I'm going to have to keep going because we all have to follow the guidelines yeah. but like all you want to do is give somebody a hug I haven't hugged yeah, someone properly since February last year I'm a hugger I'm a toucher same yeah not the too. weird way but yeah I don't know I've I <laughs> I have to preface that it's not the weird way that I want to touch people I just want a little cuddle I'm sorry I'm just trying to explain myself as quick as possible but um also I do want to talk about it before we get on to the other side of stuff how has school and online and college been free because it's very strange because we have like we have all three levels here like we have a teacher which is me we have Lauren which is a, a secondary school secondary school student and me being a college student so we're able to all air our graces. It's okay. Yeah. You can you don't hold back on teachers. Give us the beating. It's fine. I, I'll accept it for all of us. <laughs> oh, I, I'm actually like the one percent of people in in the one percent of people who actually like online learning. Like I don't know. It like I kind of feel like I have time to study in my own time and like get things done whereas if you're in school I don't know it just feels like there's more time but at the same time it's like so stressful like trying to study for like like a pretty big exams and then you're at home and you're kind of you're not getting the help you used to so like it's okay but I suppose at the end of the day it would be better to be in school I suppose mm. Mm. is with the numbers though of course it is it's very it's so difficult to be in but that's actually an interesting point that yeah. like it keeps you more focused to be at home because there's less like it's a ben it's a blessing and a curse that there are less distractions for everybody exactly um, yeah so, yeah it's it's um a straight like it's a stressful year fee and a big shout out to all this leave inserts who are going through it now yeah. at the minute because you missed all your fifth year and you're missing sorry i don't want to bring it up again <laughs> never mind it's not happening <laughs> i actually don't quote me on that i don't know what's happening <laughs> I don't know what's happening. The leave inserts happening. I don't know. Norma, we love you. And by love you, we want to kill you. Um, <laughs> oh, that woman. <laughs> Sorry, 
sorry, Lauren's face just for our audio listeners uh, just dropped there. You literally look like you're about to go for someone. Neve, how has college been for you? Now you were saying that grades wise, it's been fine, but yeah, like to be honest with you, we always for college. It kind of depends how well the lecturers have taken to it. So, for example, like most of my lecturers have been fine and very helpful and stuff, but other lecturers are like pre-recording things and sending us off to like watch them like in an hour gap in the classes and you're like you're not here to explain this how am I meant to know what you're trying to say mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, well, yeah. I suppose it's the same with all class. That's what they were saying with secondary school teaching as well. That try to not only just send in a load of pre-recorded stuff because it will make like especially for music, it'll make no sense me just pre-recording a melody writing and they'll be like, yeah, "Sorry, what? Exactly. What am I doing?" Yeah, <laughs> stress yeah. of melody writing. Because to be honest, the only ex- the only exam that I found really really hard was the one where that method was used. It just didn't work. Rather than giving us, say, PowerPoint slides for notes like they normally would, um, some of, some of them are just like using iPad apps to write to write like notes with like, just like a pencil of an iPad or something, rather than type notes. So it's really hard for my academic PA to take notes, and especially if you can't read as right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's actually. Shambles. Yeah, that's why I'm always so afraid that I, when I give written work into the kids, because they'd be like, Miss, I can't read this. I, I just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. So when I would, and they'd, tell, they'd be fairly quick to tell me, shout out to all the students who are listening right now. Guys, I just want to, if you don't mind me going straight <laughs> to it. Um, now, Neve, you were talking about your diagnosis. Uh, is, is, is actually, the first thing we're going to do is terminology. What yeah. way, because I know, Neve, you've been talking about this before a lot. When it comes to the whole idea of disability, what is the correct terminology? I know you were sharing this before. For people who well, don't... I think Lauren will agree with me. The terminology depends on the person that you're speaking to. Okay. Yeah. So my terminology, I don't mind being referred to as disabled. I own my label, it doesn't bother me. But some people may prefer to be called differently able. I personally don't like that terminology. But my um, disability diagnosis is cerebral palsy and I use a wheelchair. Yeah. And Lauren, then for yourself, do you, um, do you think along the same lines or are you one who would like to say it differently? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I have a disability, but I wouldn't call myself disabled because I personally think there's such a negative history with that like yeah with saying someone is disabled sounds a lot worse than saying that someone has a disability in my opinion so I mean I'm just like call me whatever you want make whatever jokes you want mm. I don't care yeah. I'm yeah. here I'm living life so I don't know I guess if you want to say I'm disabled like I, I won't be offended but it kind of just it kind of makes you sound like you're not that you're not of equal level yeah yeah don't have a disability so that's that's it's very important as well because I think people don't they're, they're in schools it just seems like there is no I don't want to blame schools I'm not calling them out because I know definitely in some situations there are but it seems like there's no education for that to talk about that yeah I no no and, like, and I know Lauren especially on your TikToks and stuff like people I know like you you're brilliant you just seem to be so like 
and I, I didn't go into it deeply, but like a lot of people were making, were making the jokes about the, having the one hand and you were well able for them. Like you get, you like, you kind of, you deal with it so well, but I'm sure other people wouldn't deal with it the same way and wouldn't be as they take it to heart. So that it's all yeah. about lack of education. Um, but what does, what does that change? Obviously, how does it change your daily life? I know Neve, you're probably, your life is probably a lot more different than Lauren. So we have two different yeah. ways of looking at it. So, Tell me, what, how, what does this mean then for your daily life? We'll go with Neve first. So my daily life, as both of you, both of you know, is, is, can be quite, what's the word I'm looking for? So I'll just go to a general day, come order. So because I live independently with the assistance of carers, now what that means is somebody will come up to get me up in the morning, showered, dressed up and then my college PA comes in to do my lectures with me and all my academic notes and assist me with my college work and all that kind of stuff and then as the, as the day progresses I'll have different carers and notes to, to make my dinners and put me back to bed and lunches and stuff like that. And it's a very, for my disability it's a very, it can be a very high dependency in physical everyday tasks on our people if you get me i understand yeah so and then lauren you're you're relatively quote unquote the like normal life i suppose as well so the two are very different i think you're making a very valid point actually because that's the one thing that people don't actually understand is that there's different degrees and severities of disability like Mm -hmm. even though i need a lot of help i am not the most the most severe level of cerebral palsy that's out there. Yeah, so and then Lauren, for your for your day to day, how is it going? How does it go? See, like I feel like sometimes I'm not even part of like a community, or I like I'm not even the same because I'm so great. But literally, like I have no struggles because I, I suppose like different disabilities cause for different dependencies and whatever but I've just kind of grown up and instead of people teaching me how to do things I've always taught myself every I everything I can do I've just yeah. figured it out on my own yeah. so like I there's nothing that really and I'm so grateful like because I know that there's people who really struggle but my life is pretty normal like I'm like it's actually kind of surreal but Lauren just to add to what you're saying to what you're saying there when you when you are when you are disabled you find you find your own little unique ways of doing things that everybody people might not necessarily be able to do because we have trained ourselves to be able to it's a bit unique yeah exactly yeah and just a side note as well i hope neither of you are insulted that i asked you to be part of this conversation at all like i love talking about i love talking about I, I don't like, get, I don't get enough opportunities because you see this is the thing though like and I and I know when Eve and I were chatting the, the very first time as a teacher for me walking into a classroom with students who do have disability no one has taught us how not how to like not how to talk or like how to to deal with the diagnosis that's in front of us but like no one's taught us how to even just on a basic level ask the question and talk like we seem to have done it a lot for other groups of people and but we haven't we seem to just have ignored the people with disabilities or the the disabled community whichever way you want it to be yeah 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 Mm, definitely like i don't like i went into school and like 
I remember once one of my teachers like was like, "Oh, are you okay to like draw maps?" I'm like, "Why?" Like, like he like, but they make it so awkward that it's like I am a person. Like you can talk to me about this. I I know I can see myself that I have one hand. Like you don't have to make it awkward. And I think that yeah. comes from not only a lack of education for students but teachers as well. I don't think teachers are properly like taught how to have a one-on-one conversation oh without a doubt because I know for the college I'm not calling out my college or anything I love my my course I loved everything but like we were taught about special educational needs but we weren't talk about taught about like the other branch of like we were taught about dyslexia dyspraxia um ADHD autism but that was it it never went further than that see the reason why that is is because what way do I put this we get pigeonholed. So, like, for example, I went to a special needs school until I was 10. Yeah. Purely, purely for the point of view of needing visio. That, that, was, that was all. That was all. That was, the only, that was the only reason why I ever went to special needs school. But if, say, for example, I've got friends that have stayed in special needs education until they were 18. And especially as education doesn't allow students to do a leave insert. They are ridiculous. Huh? Yeah. I'm disgusted that I didn't know that. I never told you this. No. So basically, in the special ed school that I went to anyway, they only allowed students to do up to junior cert. And even at that, was only a few subjects of junior cert. Yes, so, because I, I, there are some schools that have special um units as well yeah. and that's and, yeah. and like you were saying some of the kids are just pigeonholed in there and that's it and there's exactly. no room to but then that means if like say it was, say it was somebody like like me that did have to stay in that educational environment for physio or whatever like they'd, they'd struggle later on in life to gain the, quali- the qualifications that they want to because they're not given equal opportunity that's, that's what the problem is with the system yeah now for you yourself because you're I suppose there's two differences there as well you were always in the quote-unquote mainstream as well weren't you in primary school as well did you find that like you were saying about the teachers kind of going like oh can you whatever did you find that some of the tasks teachers would just kind of say oh Lauren's not going to do that we won't even ask her did that happen a lot or See, I feel like if it was anybody else, they would have. But because me being like when I was like nobody in my junior infants class or anything even thought any different of me because I was so determined to the point like I didn't even give like any shit about oh, like can curse curse freely. Okay, good. <laughs> curse it up, man. We are yes. ready. <laughs> I can't stop doing that sing that uh, TikTok thing. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Continue with what you're saying. But um, like, I I don't know. I feel like teachers when I was younger they tried to kind of not necessarily pigeonhole me because they didn't want they didn't want to set me apart. But they tried to kind of be like, oh, you know, if you need any help or whatever, like, which is lovely, but kind of to the point where. Like, I was like, I'm able to do it on my own. I'm able to do it on my own. And then they kind of just left me alone. And like, for secondary school, because like, as soon as I went into school, like, no one even really noticed my disability because I was like, you know what? Like, I can do everything. Yeah. So I think 
having determination from a young age really changes like yeah. the rest of your education and how people treat you. Dead, dead right, absolutely dead right. And like, I just it's so funny when you're saying there that I haven't like that you were able to do it. Like you, you were able, both of you are able to do your things and do them a lot better than anyone else. Now, whatever their extra thing is, because um, like Lauren is, <laughs> Lauren is just playing a blinder. I every time I look at her on TikTok, I'm like, what is she doing today? <laughs> and then Neve is like, every time I talk to Neve, she's on to some you're doing a blog, you're doing a review, you're doing your podcast, you're doing your college. So the two of you really are um, your examples of it doesn't matter what is on paper, your disability or whatever, um, you're still well able to go on ahead and do it. I feel like, and I think a lot of the teachers are the same, I feel like special, special education has just been totally ignored this lockdown. Like it's just been it's just yeah. whatever it's just there yeah. like and i feel like it's just been um so difficult for those students Because I know when we were talking about it there, you were saying in junior infants, nobody had even batted an eyelid. And again, it brings up that conversation. We've had this conversation on the podcast multiple times, how that ignorance and like discrimination is really a taught thing. And it's really something that people need to be careful, not to be careful, but need to be a decent human being and not teach hate or not teach ignorance or whatever and I was wondering is there if you could tell somebody something anything when it comes to you or when it comes to and I'm going to ask Neve as well what would you like people to know like if, if if when it comes to the whole conversation about disability in Ireland what would you like people to know I say be open mm-hmm. don't be scared but there is a line um personally like I can only speak for myself like with me there isn't much of a line like you can kind of say anything as long as you're not openly trying to be a bitch and be mean about it because like Mm -hmm. for me like my friends have taken the piss out of with me I make jokes I'm sure people have seen my jokes my family make jokes so like but for other people it can be a real insecurity so I definitely think you do need to ask questions but just be careful the way you're going about it because you never know what somebody thinks on the inside like how they feel about it just just be nice be nice yeah that's well that's so true though because people and, and like I think there comes a level though and as a t- maybe as a teacher I'm seeing it from a different angle there's that fake niceness is that niceness yeah. to, oh, to look horrible. like you're being nice yeah so have you have and obviously I'm going to ask you the positive question afterwards but have you experienced have you ever like have you any if you feel comfortable to share have you ever experienced full-on hate like a, a bad experience and then your best experience I have a really like it's funny now but it wasn't funny at the time oh I was in super value as you do and I was getting other shops are available by the way we have no product placement here in super value (laughs) no this is not sponsored by super value (laughs) if they want to this is not allowed why not (laughs) go on um I was in super value and I was getting a roll 
And this old woman comes up to me and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, wait, am I? Am I okay? <laughs> and she was like, um, I, you know what? Um, you're so brave and I'm going to pray to God that you get the help that you need and I hope you're okay. And I was like, cool. And she was like, what happened? Did you fall? Oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Fall or something. And I was like, Did you fall? I don't know how that could happen. But what what really annoyed me was because actually one of my teachers from primary school um, that I had, because I started playing tin whistle and tried in primary school, and she used to always call me an inspiration, which I thought was amazing at the time. But like, she really was such. A good person to me and she always fought like to let me have my own to let people know that I'm perfectly fine like and she was actually in the shop and she was paying and she was seeing this woman interrogating me but I didn't even really mind the questions the actual problem was the fact that there was everyone was around and everyone could hear her talking to me like oh I hope you're okay you know I hope someone has to look look after you and I was mortified and my teacher nearly came over like my old teacher nearly came over and started giving out to her but she didn't want to get in this situation and I remember walking out with Superbad and I just burst into tears I'm sorry I like, shouldn't have laughed at the start sorry I apologize oh it is funny it's it's funny now but it That's was just awful. and do you mind asking what age were you at that time oh it was only about three years I was about 15 like oh, I was shit. old enough to walk around and like like it was very clear that I was not struggling in any way and I just think it was more I wouldn't say she was a bad person I think it was genuinely more ignorance than anything but the fact that there were people watching I was mortified yeah. and I don't really get embarrassed that easily I was mortal I think that was oh my god mortal. that's sick did that make you really conscious of yourself I was for a while but I was kind of like, you know what, I'm a bad bitch. And this yeah. woman is probably like old and back in, back like yeah. if you think 50 years ago, like disabled people weren't treated anyway, the way they should have been. So she's probably just like, it's just a nature of how she grew up. So you can't really be yeah. mad at her for that. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's definitely, well, I suppose it's an age thing, but it get, it's getting passed down too, obviously. It's the way people are being passed down. But um, obviously there is like, it's just mad knowing you learn that people, that people would say this and they don't realize who they're actually talking to. Because like I said, you have your singles out. One has been chosen for a famous program in a certain country. I'm not going to go any further than that. <laughs> but at that the beard fire boys will come at me afterwards but like you have done so so much and it's like and it's mad because like I'll see you like you be there on TikTok and you be sliding through or whatever sliding sliding um you be scrolling through I should say and then you'll just hear and, and this is not a condescending thing at all but like your music is just so beautiful. Like that you playing is just so beautiful. And it sounds so yeah. much better than people, like than anyone, no matter who they are. So like, I just, it's really frustrating that people, that I, I'm frustrated for you that people are like, well, I'll pray for you. Babe, I don't yeah. need your prayers. I am Lauren. Fuck I up. am a bad bitch. <laughs> 
but that's great. And then for obviously a high point then of like, has, I know Neve, your, your disability has brought you places and we're going to talk yes. about that now in a second. Has, have you found that your disability, um, Lauren, or whatever way you want to call it, are you comfortable with me saying it's a, because it, it's not really, because it's not really stopping your life, is it? I don't know. Like you, you, I think you can call it whatever you want because at the end of the day, it is a disability. Like it just doesn't really affect me that much. Yeah, but has it brought you anywhere um, fancy? No, I mean, <laughs> well, there's always one good thing I remember is because there's this charity called Reach. Okay. And they help children primarily in the UK, but they used to come over here as well um, with people with upper limb differences. And I remember going to like they used to have like a kind of camp it was like a one-day thing and it was in Dublin I remember going to it so well and I'd say I was only like six maybe but all people with different upper limb differences were there and you'd meet people your age and like they do activities and there was a concert at the end of the day it was really fun so when I was in TY I decided like you know what I'm going to do busking and I'm going to raise charity for reach. Oh, that's brilliant. And I think that really helped me because I got my friends involved too. They kind of like, we made buns and they sent me t-shirts and stuff. But it kind of, it showed my school and my community that like, yeah, I'm disabled. But like, you know, you have to support. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it was a really good feeling to kind of show people like, you know, this is something that I connect with and this is something that I think should be talked about more. Mm-hmm. And I managed to get the whole school known about it and we spoke about it at the end of TY night and everything. There was a presentation. It was just really nice to raise more awareness. I think that was one of the highest points I used my disability for, kind of. I love that. That's so cool. But it's it's so powerful as well because um now I have yet to meet someone but like this, but sometimes when like when you have these challenges or whatever, you kind of could get I'm sure you can get down in the dumps by things and it's just so inspiring. Well, I don't want to sound that sound condescending or anything, but like it's just brilliant yeah. that you're like sorry, I know you were we were just saying about the inspiration thing or whatever, but like um it's just brilliant to see people just saying, well, F this, I'm going to do what I want to do and that's it and nothing's stopping me. And it's just, it's really cool to see that. Um, but so what I would like before, I just, I'm just conscious that the internet might go. <laughs> so I want to get all of Lauren's bits in here now. <laughs> Lauren, tell us, come on, I'm dying to know here now. As, as the mad aunt of Beardfire, what's coming next? Give me the goss, I'm ready. Hmm, well... <laughs> Now. Apart from that whole thing called the leave insert, but who cares about that? It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're over the You know, I just... <laughs> just if Nora gets her way, Norma even. Norma, me Don't mention it, don't mention it. Oh, no. But other than that, like, it's... A lot of it is, you know, I found this whole lockdown very beneficial, like, in terms of songwriting and just making more music, broadening my music, you know taste and whatever so I suppose next is there's no music like in the absolute works yet but there are some songs being written that I hope will be recorded at some point but um yeah it's just writing music until this coronavirus just leaves so I can move on with my life and hopefully 
play more music and go busking and stuff. I love hearing that you're writing music because I've been having like such a dry spout. I don't think I've written a song since last February properly. Like, so I'm delighted. I'm going to, hopefully that, that juice is going to buzz off me and I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it. Go on, spread Good it out. Spread it out. Spread out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then let's, um, so, so we, you released, when was Shadow Doll released? November. November. Yeah. Was it? Was November. Time is 20th, going. Yeah. Time is going like really weird. I don't I, know. I don't know where I'm where I am. But anyway, that was out. Uh, you got a huge success from that as well. What do you think you would where would you like to go next in terms of music? Is the album on the cards? Are you gonna go with an EP? I know you're just saying nothing's planned in the works yet, but if you could the ideal Lauren Beth idea, what would it be? Go. Apart from world domination on TikTok, yeah, Ash I mean, most famous TikToker. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like to record an EP, definitely. Yes, at some point. Yes. Um, and I would like—I would just like to share my music. See, for me, I don't like planning too much ahead in the future, music-wise, because it like scares me. I like to go with the flow see what happens because mm. I think music I don't like when music gets to a point when it feels like a chore so yeah. you know I'd love to record an EP get that out um play more music go busking more maybe hopefully live like a couple of gigs as soon what as is a live gig anymore what is that you know like, <laughs> don't exist, don't exist anymore Consider but, um, I'd like to do that That'd be that sounds unreal. Like I'm, t- I'm telling what? you, a takeover. It sounds unreal. Have we lost you? Have we lost you? Lauren, you gone? Don't go on us, Lauren. You were so much fun. Don't leave. I think um, you're back. No, you're I'm back. Still Hi. Here, am I? Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Oh Lord, I swear I'm you know, gonna, but that's, that's country. A, that's it's, the country. It's country Wi-Fi, sorry. Don't even now hang on now, Neve. Don't be coming at us now with the country because you think exactly. anything outside of the pale. Outside of the pale is just bog and it's not, okay? Stop. <laughs> You're with two country kids now, Neve. But anyway. Yeah, no, um, no for the country kids. It's actually very funny because out of the country you think of lovely places like Galway or um, the River Shannon and then you think, then there's Offaly and Longford, the two gems of the Midlands. Oh, the Bog County. <laughs> Look, at least Offaly has different colours on their flags. Like, Jesus Christ, Longford has copied half the bloody counties in this country. I just, so annoying. Well, Longford is nice though. What? What part of Longford are you <laughs> in? I was there like once and it seemed I've pretty never been hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't a very important part. What part of Longford were you Where? Where? <laughs> well, it was the countryside, a lot of it, because we went to Fermanagh to the... Oh, you went, through the, you went through past McDonald's? No, well, we did go to McDonald's, but That's before nice that... We it was like a lot of it was country, and there was all these little villages that I don't know their names anymore. Sorry, long did you come near? Fun. Did you come near a big hill? Did you come out yes. by a big? You passed my house. What? Oh no way! Did you go through Ballymahan? Is that yeah. where you might go through? That's where I live. 
What? Of course, oh, of course, it was beautiful. Now, now I know why she thinks it was beautiful. That's okay. Even I, I am in my apartment in an undisclosed location now, but as you can <laughs> see, <laughs> I'm trying my best not to say where I'm from because the stalkers will come and get yeah, me. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's okay. <laughs> but Offaly is lovely. We like Offaly. Chop Offaly. I've never been no. to either. No, it's flat. It's, it's literally flat. Never come here. Never come here. <laughs> Lauren, you know what to be. Anyway, sorry. Back to the conversation at hand. Um, Lauren, I cannot wait for new music. I'm really, really excited. Now, Neve, we're going to hit you with some tough questions now. Because you live with a carer, I would love to give the people listening an, an insight on that because I know you've been telling me loads about it. I would love, as, as much as you are willing to share, now yeah. you can feel you can tell me to fuck off if you want that's fine but um right. what is life like having a carer and also in school you had an sna as well what yeah. was the that about now shout out to the snas we love you yeah we love you go on cause as well as that our fellow friend granny fahey's an sna granny fahey hoop the lads she's another bogger she's from mayo we're taking over Neve. i was gonna ask you where she from. i was gonna ask she's you where she's from mayo Oh, the green and red of mayo. Go on, sorry. <laughs> Did you have to make me laugh before you started? Seriously. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so if I go from school, why is to now? Because it all kind of stems in itself. But uh, so in when I started mainstream primary school, I got a lovely SNA called Helena, who is actually now one of my best friends. Yep, Helena. She is literally. <laughs> If you can make me laugh, I'm sure they'll do it. Sorry, 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 I'll stop, I'll stop. Uh, she's literally like, one of the, even now, like, she went to my secondary school graduation with my dad and everything. Like, Aww. she's part of my whole life, basically. Like, I go to all my family occasions and stuff. Very That's so lovely. But like, because I have cerebral palsy that affects my dexterity and my fingers, so I can write, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be legible. Okay. Really? Yeah. So for school and college, I have a academic note taker. Okay. But they also take over the day-to-day care aspects of things. And like, if I need assistance with the toilet, they'll do the toilet and stuff like that as well. So basically when I'm on an academic front, I have somebody with me 24-7. And that can cause a bit of a social breakdown between able-bodied students in a class and me because it co- this isn't by no way second off SNS but it can kind of cause a very large bubble around me and the SNA where because there's somebody with me all the time um, other people on the outside looking in might not necessarily know how to respond. Okay. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Totally, yeah, totally. So... That was where I struggled socially in, socially in school quite a bit. And then when I moved on to college and was able to kind of do my own thing a bit more and people are a bit more old, like older and accepting of things, that's when you tend to get the more open-mindedness from people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Yeah. It's a very interesting conversation, actually, when it comes to the SNA in school because they work so incredibly hard. Like, now, I, I obviously, you obviously, like you said you felt like it brought a social bubble around you now I in our school I'm not going to say where I work but in our school our SNAs are they're they're actually 
it's quite scary how they do it because they're well and Grania as well as another one is another SNA who can do this they kind of they can kind of just fade they have this ability to just fade into the background and you don't even know they're yeah. there sometimes and um, mm. so it really is like you had said before down to the SNA and how they work and what their techniques are I suppose yeah. What happens if you don't get on with your carer or your SNA? Routine. Oh, Sorry, spill the tea. Right. It is awkward. Is and, it? Yeah, very. I've had I've had scenarios more so with college. Yeah. Where me and the Sorry, I'm probably gonna get you in trouble with this question now. Sorry. No, you're not, you're not. Because I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say anything publicly is going to get me in trouble. So where you might necessarily just not gel with the person that's been given to you or they might struggle a little bit in the environment. Well, that's like, but like, like you're saying, this person is going to be like, if you don't mind me saying, this person's with you majority of the day and helping you with the majority of the things. Yes. So obviously, if you're not comfortable with this person, like you were saying about things like cooking your dinner, bringing, helping you get yeah. up in the mornings, that type of thing, yeah. you have to be yeah. comfortable with that person, don't? Yeah, yeah. So it can be it can be quite awkward at times, in particular when it, away from the academic stuff. Like the way my home care works is, I get four care calls in a day mm-hmm. of different care of different carers going in and out and what day is. Four different people. So it can be so it can depend what way the day works. So a lot of the time it's usually the same three or four but the rest kind of sifting in now. Do you get me? What happens in the, you probably have said this to me already but for our listeners, what happens in terms of COVID now where you're not allowed mix houses like that? So basically front frontline workers have to. So Oh, because COVID won't get frontline workers. You would think... You would think that was sarcasm would, for anyone you, listening and can't get it. That yeah. was me being sarcastic. Up yeah. the frontline workers. Yeah, you, yeah, I know. It's baffling. So basically, that's the, that's the exception to the rule. Because basically, there's a lot of people like me in this situation that have probably, have probably been forgotten about a little bit. Yeah. Amongst all this, we're, we, we're, we are like reliant on the frontline workers every day to do the simple stuff of getting us up and cooking us food and showers and stuff like that and for that reason as well that like frontline workers aren't getting enough credit in this situation either no definitely not definitely definitely not they need to be like uh, the fact that every time i look, seem to go on to facebook or it, 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 twitter or whatever there's always this thing of how underpaid the, that staff yeah, are yeah. and it's ridiculous um it's just mad because i don't know i that just baffles me that we're at that point where it's like ah, this frontline worker doesn't count they'll be all right whatever it just makes no sense like I've been very lucky with the majority of the care staff that I, that I do have are very good and I probably wouldn't have been able to keep as much of a good mental state as I have without them. Yeah. So you were lucky so, and you've gotten good cares. Yeah. But I'm sure not everyone is in the same boat of having yeah. people that they're very comfortable. And it's, then... It's like every job though. Well, 
it's a bit yeah, exactly. different though because it's your life. <laughs> like no, but like, <laughs> no, but, no, but like what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like you get the good and the bad of every job. I'm just, I've of course. been lucky that I've gotten the what I, what I've just been lucky is that I've gotten the I've gotten the good end of it. That's crazy because when you're talking about that, and I know when we talked first. You were you've always, you've always been so open when it comes to asking questions and whatever, and same with Lauren, um, and I'm sure anyone would they don't mind answering questions. Obviously, again, like we were discussing, you have to be careful with the way you question it. Don't be too blunt. Try and be kind. Remember that there's yeah. a person there. But it's mad because for me, I'm just trying to think here. I never met anyone for me because I'm small town Longford. Never met anybody in a wheelchair until I was in secondary school. Okay, and that person now and a big shout out to him. He knows who he is. He's an uh, Olympic swimmer. He, he literally was the happiest go lucky lad ever. We, there would never seemed like we never saw a difference. But again, then when I meet, when I'm going on in life now as well, I see that there's so many more struggles that I, if you want to, for want of a better word, able-bodied people don't know what's going on. Like when yeah. you were telling me these things about the carers and stuff like that, I'm like, wait what like that's meant like the, the whole idea even of not being able to get up yourself to go to the toilet or something like that like when you yeah. you and I were talking about this before like literally it's just mental how you have to fight for these things yeah. that we take for granted so often so you basically have to argue solely for your basic human need all the time that's mad it's and, it's sick and like that's sh that's obviously shocking to you too, because you've never had to do it. But of course. To every disabled person, like you both know, my boyfriend's disabled as well. Yeah. We're just used to it, and yeah. we know that's how we have to navigate our lives. So you kind of deal with it as best you can with the support that you have, and in that regard, I've been very lucky with my college support because from day one when I started living on my own like everything that I could have possibly needed to help further myself in this situation as well they've supported me with whether it was extra academic supports extensions for things anything like because now that when you live with her no day is the same yeah that's mental but I just can't it just my and it sound it's such a privilege to be able to say I can't even get my head around that, isn't it? It's just such a like and then I don't I don't I don't understand why it's not a, first, a straight up thing. Like why is it not just done? Why can't you be given yeah. the exact same thing? I don't understand. Like what is the reason behind like that? Is, that is the, to be honest, that is down to probably the lack of funding in disability services in this country. The even, money only stretches so far. Exactly. And it's, it's very strange having seen, uh, and I go, I don't mean to keep going back to the education it's just because that's where I know, I suppose, and you can tell yeah, me yeah, in yeah. other senses as well. There was a load of tweets going up about, um, Norma, our friend Norma, um, and how she, <laughs> how she, uh, face was just like, no. I know. but I think everyone's <laughs> the same, but anyway, how it was very much a very telling of, it's all for public perception. Let's get the yeah, let's get the special education back for public perception. But will the will the energy still be there when it's when this is all over and when the schools nope. need the funding? Nope. Obviously nope. not. Like uh, it's, it's crazy. Definitely not definitely not. 
I think there's such a stigma around disability in Ireland as well. Like you can tell when you walk into a room, like in a lot of places, in a lot of instances, people notice your disability before they notice your personality. Yeah, so true. It's 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 such you see other countries and it, it. I don't know. Like we've come a long way, but I think at the end of the day, we're still so old fashioned with disabled people like yeah that actually brings me on to another point that i was going to ask you about because like we were talking about before we have different levels of disability even in this conversation but also there are times and i'm sure that you i'm hoping that you can add to this conversation where people will quote unquote look normal on the outside and then there yeah. and then people won't take like and it's the exact opposite of what we were talking about people won't take their disability seriously because invisible they look disabilities. yeah they're invisible thank you invisible disability yeah. like do you find do, do you have um neve i know would you be able to add something yeah to I'll, I'll or Lauren, add to this. sorry either I'll, I'll add to this because i have a friend that lives in england mm-hmm. and she has cerebral palsy but she can walk but she's also deaf. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Now I didn't. Do, now see, this is the this was the funny thing for me because like we met each other at a bunch of competition, struck up a friendship mm-hmm. through texting each other on Facebook, and then I was going over to Newcastle to meet up with her. Yeah. And um, I said to my friend that brought me like, I've never spoken to a deaf person before so even for me that was that was different i didn't know how to to approach it like navigate yeah but even when we see that though and again look lads it's not my fault i keep going back to tiktok i'm just obsessed all right but we do see there are some creators now who are deaf and they're trying to bring awareness to how to talk to the people how to Mm. if someone doesn't but it's just mad the amount of people who gives so like to the deaf and to the blind and we see that as well with um yeah. with like do you ever see that thing it's like uh it's that program where there's a hidden camera and they do these like um what would you do situations and, oh, yes, yes. yes and then okay. it's like someone giving abuse to a blind person trying to take their money or something like that and like would you stand up for them and that like that but like it's moments like that as well and i'm sure like we were saying the invisible the invisible disabilities as well people don't take them seriously and then with the visible disabilities people are walking on like they're they're nearly too cautious you know what i mean nearly too much yeah, yeah. Is, is there any way that able-bodied people can like, combat that apart from just not being a prick? Well, to be, this is quite hard for us to, us to speak on, to be honest, because obviously my disability is very, very uh, physical. So mm-hmm. you, you'll, see that, you'll see that you're easily, but I'll just say be open and ask, ask the person what way to approach it's mad isn't it yeah like and I I don't want to misspeak here either but it's mad how now the conversation which I'm delighted for about asking about pronouns is happening and how we're really respecting a majority of us are really respecting the conversation of pronouns but yet we still can't ask about disability and actually respect it yeah Yeah. like I just don't I genuinely don't understand like 
for physical invisible disabilities i mean fair enough it, sometimes it can be a bit daunting like how do i go about this but like with a physical disability the person who is disabled knows they're disabled they know yeah. that everyone can see it like and i suppose you have to be careful what way you go with it you know you never know how somebody feels about it but it's not hard to be nice and just say oh like you know do you need any help or yeah are you okay in a non-condescending way yeah. like it's actually or like, not what help hard. do you need yeah yeah exactly it's not that hard like and people i think people build it up way too much I think that's yeah, I think people also like I know this sounds really bad and it probably sounds from a place of privilege, but don't bother asking if you're just looking for a reward at the end of it. Oh, say, oh look, I helped this yeah. person. Like that's yeah. yeah. Sorry, ma'am, for the cursing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. She's so funny on the last episode, on the last week's episode, ma'am was like, um, you did curse a little bit more there. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I was I'm a grown woman. <laughs> well, you it's would like, think I until own, I know you would think until it comes like something like cooking an egg, and you're like, "Ma'am, how do I do this without killing myself?" Me, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, girls. My Zoom is coming up to the end there again. But um, what I would say is, we'll just come back for another second. Is that alright? We'll be, we'll wrap it up then afterwards. Is that okay, Lauren? I'm yeah, so sorry, I, I, and I'm sorry, Neve as well. Neve knows how unprofessional I am, Lauren. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I love you, bitch. <laughs> I love you, bitch. How's Mo- How Berlioz, by the way? You, he ended up marrying Harriet Smithson. He married her. What, what are you talking about? Oh, we'll come back and we'll talk about this in a second. want to record this for the crack um so in the leaving search neve you didn't do leave insert music did you no no okay so in the leave insert there is a piece by a man named hector berlioz now hector berlioz is a big fucking crackhead he's a crackhead hey um (laughs) (laughs) he he went to he was a composer in the romantic era which was like the time for like the real woe is me like renaissance kind of no, 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 way after. Um, but oh. he, the idea was, the story is he went to see a play and an Irish woman, Harriet Smithson, was in this play and he completely like fell in love with her, got obsessed with her. Okay. Uh, he didn't even know he, he existed. So he got high on opium, wrote this symphony for her, invited oh. her to the very first performance of it and she never showed up. But apparently they ended up getting married in the end. Married, yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked. So, so in modern day times, that would be like Paul McCartney or Ringo Starr of the Beatles, yeah. And not really. He wasn't that big of a deal. His first, his first piece was this piece. No, I mean about the opium words. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> sorry. I'm such a snob. Of like, oh, well, Hector Berlioz. Everyone who listens to this can give me thirty euro for that grind. You're welcome. <laughs> I will leave my revolution into the. No, I'm only joking. Um, but anyway, what were we talking about before? And we were talking about what were we talking about before Hector Berlioz. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> Just roll with okay? No idea. Anyway. Anyway, anything. I think it's the last time I'm going to ask because uh, I think I've asked this about twice already. Anything you want to teach parents to teach their children about disability? 
Or would it, yeah. I always find it's more the kids teaching the parents about these types of things. But oh, yeah. that like, might just be me. I think you kind of have to let kids figure it out on their own because okay. parents already have that mindset. Like whether you could be the most accepting person in the world. And I find myself doing it. It's like you could be the most non-judgmental, I don't care, do what you want, I love everyone kind of person in the world. But at the end of the day, you'll still you'll see someone with a disability and you're like, oh, well, they're a lot different. Like in your head, you'll kind of judge them. And that's natural human nature. I don't think there's anything wrong with little thoughts here and there if you don't make someone feel bad about it. But with kids, it's that innocence. It's that, you know, mm -hmm. ignorance is this. So I kind of think you just have to let kids because adults can't, like, they can't teach somebody something they don't know they don't know yeah. how to uh, have that awareness so I think kids have to figure it out on their own that's so interesting yeah so yeah it actually that actually makes more sense than what it was originally like, yeah sorry <laughs> Get up, Katie. I'm sorry I'm, still, I'm just I'm still reeling from Berlioz um, Berlioz <laughs> Berlioz for life by Berlioz for life um look at least it's not Raymond Dean okay um Neve, you don't need to know. You don't need to know about sea changes. I'm not sure I want to. No, sea changes is not for you. But it's actually, it's, I feel sorry for this year's TYs because they are going into the Jared Barry set. And that's meant to be the harder one. I've yet to teach that set, but it's meant to be like the, the more awful one. Anyway, sorry, Neve. what would you like to teach the adults? Or are you along the same lines as Lauren? Or what would you like to tell people? Like, what would you like to say if you could say anything? To, to kind of bring awareness? I have two things. I have one thing to say to the general public and one thing to say for parents with kids. Is first thing to parents with kids is let your kids ask questions to people with disabilities because I've often had like little kids come up and ask me questions and have their like parents pull them away if they're being embarrassed. But I think if you allow them to ask questions if the desired person is comfortable, obviously, and like learn from an early age it'll actually make them more open-minded yeah that's very true that is very true do you get what i mean once the question is appropriate like once yeah. it's really yeah. hurtful or like yeah, once yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. you were saying the other person is is comfortable with that yeah that's uh, neve what is next yes. for you because i know i've asked lauren this already obviously you're already recording season two will not be out till march i've had you on twice and i've also had an episode with lauren and yes, I, so you've had the two of us, you've had Tara, you've had Kaylee, you've had Shane McGinley, yes. a legend of a man. Who was the, the funniest person ever, by the way, shout out to Shane. He's so funny. I went to college. I had such a laugh to doing recording all the podcast. He's the funniest person. Now, I don't mean to, for anyone who's listening from Donegal, okay? Love you to be. <laughs> Sometimes they talk yeah. so fast, and the Cork people are the same. They talk so fast. You're looking at them and you're like, what did you just How say? How do I say it what they said? <laughs> I can't understand Cork people, to be honest. Oh, I love them. I That's, love them. And my brother lived in Cork for a year and I can't understand Cork people. I love them. I think that's a Dublin thing, though. That's inherent. Dublin and Cork people don't get on, apparently. Yeah, but I can't understand some people from Dublin. I don't like some, if you're talking some people from Dublin. Like if you're from like city, city. Like I, I don't know what you're saying. Just oh, like, sometimes. Oh no, the funniest thing ever, Neve. I'm not, I'm not attacking your place because I love Dublin. Okay, I love. Or just give me two seconds. I'm not ignoring it. I'm just in text. Oh, it's okay. Um, but 
uh, it was so funny. I brought my cousin because my cousins are from up north as well. So I brought my cousin up to Dublin for the very, very first time. And we passed by your one, you know, the one like the strawberry still for a yarrow, that type of Oh, thing. yeah. He turned to me dead ass and went, what language is that? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. It's so funny. <laughs> but like, it's so funny because everyone seems, and Shane McGinley does a very bad but very funny impression of me because apparently I talk like a leprechaun like the epiphany of a leprechaun I have no, no idea because Lamford is just it's like flat there's nothing yeah. at I home I'm Kehi I'm not KT I'm Kehi yeah I've noticed that that's yeah, a Midlands thing though you just don't pronounce the T's do you no oh, yeah I'm Lauren Beth I'm Lauren Beth that's why my mother was I think mommy was actually going to call me Beth like there was an idea there, but then she was like, no, because everyone's just going to call her Beth and it's just not going to sound nice. So she we love our Lamford. county. If there is anyone listening right now who wants to put me in an advertisement for Longford Tourism, that's totally fine. <laughs> okay. I love the county. All right. I'm not bashing you. Right. Are you looking for the sponsorship there? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for so much sponsorship right now. I'm looking for it all. Give me <laughs> your money. Lend me your... Speaking of which, merch... <laughs> That's something I yeah. want to as well. And it's you're merch. also on uh, the Irish Music Gems. Merch is coming soon. I am. Yes. yes. It's yes. being made. Yes. And Lauren, is there any Lauren Beth merch coming? There should be. There should be. Hopefully soon. I, I, I was definitely looking into it. Teespring's um, great. Yeah, I, that's what I was looking at. Um, but I want to come up with like something cool, you know, something vibey. Oh yeah, do something vibey. Actually, Lara, um, not Lauren Gronya's work for Gigability was unreal. So guys, if you oh, don't know, Gronya so Fahi, Grainy Graphics, who did who I shout out every episode. She she did all my artwork, but she also did. Um, uh, she also did Neve's Gigability artwork, and it's unbelievable. I'm just after noticing there, I said our work instead of art. Artwork. <laughs> You're conscious of an art. I'm so, but I was never more conscious of the way I spoke until I went and did a gig that festival in England. I've never been more conscious in my life. Where was this, though? Uh, I was in Manchester. They were so beautiful. They were lovely people. But I was there singing away, and I was like, they don't know what night is when I meant yeah. night and I'm just there playing along I'm like sugar I sound yeah. like a mugger I first met um the beard fire lads Dublin City Runners Ron and I love them to bits we um, bless ourselves every time we hear them because they're just go- they're yes. just they're the only gods we want best. to pray to yeah exactly the amount of time like I I was not at all anyway insecure about my accent until I met them two lads oh, oh my god yes yes <laughs> ripped me out of it I was like excuse me Rowan Stop. and Al we are calling you out right now because they do, Rowan does an impression of me and again I sound like a leprechaun when he does the impression and he's like and I'm like I don't talk like that and he goes yes you do and I'm like ah. my line is always Sherlock. Rowan but I'm not even like I read anyone to text him on the doesn't that I was left for the person that we were just Oh god, it's so funny. Winner the winner of the best impression of me gets a scattered mug. There you go. Get your videos <laughs> in personally. And now insert <laughs> ad about the merch here. Hey you, it's future Katie. I've got an announcement for you. Ask and you shall receive. 
we finally have a scattered merch store available on Teespring. The link is in the show notes. And there may or may not be some cheeky KTG merch in there as well. Guys, if you get anything, make sure you tag us in all the social medias at Scattered the Pod. Thank you very much. We want to see you in the merch. Get into it. I am so excited. So check out that link in the show notes. But for now, back to the episode. <laughs> but yeah so that's coming for you anything else in the pipeline Niamh come on give us the tea give us the gas oh right a lot actually oh shit so, okay I'm ready got, yeah so oh my I hands just, just farted did you hear that <laughs> just in case somebody picked up that noise I was like can't do that for you don't know some more Go on, Neve. Sorry, sorry. We are calm and collected. Yeah, so I've, sp- so I've spoken to our lovely friend, Runa, yesterday. I am having her next week. I'm very excited. Go on. So we're talking about some kind of a collab. We're not sure what yet, but we're... She's... Jodie, you were my person that I wanted to collaborate with last year. Yes. She's my person that I want to collaborate oh, with. Oh, so, so you found another. I've also got my tremolo work with you. Oh yes, tremolo. That's oh god. If it survives this lockdown, but anyway, we won't go into it. It, it will. I have ideas. It's fine. I've, it'll be saved. So we've got that going on. Um, obviously the merch podcast season two, which I can't believe we've been saying. I didn't think it. Woo-hoo! I didn't think it. Didn't think it last past the boards that was off. I'm the exact same. I'm like, what am I doing? This is episode thirteen. Like, what the fuck? It's weird. Consistency. But the weirdest thing now is that. People actually send me their music and ask me to be on the podcast. I'm like, this is bloody weird. Love that. But that's that's actually a thing. Um, It's so nice that when you're working and instead of you having to go and ask for it, people are coming to you. And I'm sure, Lauren, you're probably getting the same thing with gigs as well. Because like for so long, I think for musicians, you have to spend like a good year of just begging people for a gig. And then finally they start coming back and they're like, here, would you like to come on? Would you like to talk about this? And you're like, me? Yeah. Me? Am I important? <laughs> In what language? I'm a joke. And, and then <laughs> the other day I did I'm a Diva podcast with Edgy V. Woohoo! Go on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and then hopefully at some point when this COVID goes away, I'll get to go to Scotland and see my boyfriend. Yay! We, hooray for love! Can't relate. Love hooray! Love is real, apparently. apparently. It's apparently real, Lauren. I don't know where it is, but it's apparently real. That was a, that was a quote by you, actually, Kate. Which? That was a quote by you in a conversation with me. Which? Love is real, apparently? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, I stand by it. It's apparently real somewhere. But, um, not in Longford, but it's somewhere. <laughs> that was the... That was the that was the other point that I wanted to make to the general public. Please, God, stop approaching disabled couples in the street. So just to get the context of the story. So me and my boyfriend Regan are in a long distance relationship. I live in Dublin. He lives in Scotland. Normally we see each other twice a month, but with COVID that just obviously doesn't happen. A month is still a very short time. It's a, or it's a very like short time in the grand scheme of things like, like that is yeah. like nearly that's nothing goals. that's relationship goals that is relationship be, goals yeah because to be honest with 
the amount of work we both do in our own individual lives, even if we did live, even if we did live in each other's countries, that would be the amount that we would see each other. Anyway, do you get me? So I it do. doesn't really it doesn't really bother us. But I have actually become more conscious of my disability since being in my relationship because every time I'm in Glasgow and it's done more four times now, we get a random person approach us in the street. That's horrible. What do you mean? Like coming up and being like, what's the sauce? Yeah, so it's like, so now this this does look like the funniest thing ever. So we can so we came out of Nando's, right? This Love was Nando's. I miss last Nando's Sorry, go on. <laughs> I do. I actually do miss Nando's because I haven't had a real Nando's since uh, that time that we went to Nando's in February. I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> go on. We keep talking. I want. Uh, I'll I'll mentally eat. Okay, right. So, so came out of Nando's, right? Uh, it was holding my hand, drawing my long, and oh. this woman just like taps us, taps, stops us, taps me on the shoulder, and starts like whispering a random story in the air. And I was like, "What are you stopping?" A random story about what though? What was the, What was the context? What was the story? It was just like saying, "Oh, like." Are you sure that's not just the Scottish people though? No, it's not. It's aren't we like market, like proper cute and all as a cook girl. Oh, okay, I, mean, I understand. Yeah, that if it was a random of, story, it'd be a different or thing. Like, or like, or like, even with we were when we went up to Belfast. He, we were in a shopping center, and he turned around, and he kissed me, and all woman walked past, going, "Oh, he's made me day," and all of her like, "Stop." I think, but that's. So, like, and I think, and I'm not making little of that situation, but it's the exact same, I feel, for gay couples as well. Yeah. Because it seems like, and my friend said it to me one of the days, back way before I got an education on it, when I went up to Dublin one of the days and I saw a gay couple walking together and I was like, oh, that's lovely. And then my friend turned to me dead ass straight away because he, he's gay as well. And yeah. he was saying, are you just saying that now? because they're a gay couple or are you just saying that because they're a couple and i'm and then i started thinking to myself jesus am i actually what am i wh- why did that come to my head and it's the same for like um mixed race couples as well so i just yeah. feel like people need to butt out if it's not what you quote unquote think is the normal relationship normal. yeah normal in quotation yeah. marks again yeah. back off like it's yeah. none of your business like your mate like love is real somewhere and apparently i've never apparently. experienced I mean, I guess it is. Sorry, no, it's just like, we're just too out bitter bitches here while you're telling us all about your love. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, leave people alone. It's dead right, dead right. Oh, exactly. Just yeah. funnily back to the accents thing for a second. Obviously, wait, 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 me in Scottish. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Obviously, I spend an awful lot of time with family who are also Scottish. And yeah. And we generally stay in his granny's house when I go over there, and she cannot understand me. Scottish accents are amazing, though. Like, they're top yeah, tier. He's got, I he's had a got dream a I married Lewis Capaldi. Did you actually? Yeah. Really? I'm manifesting it now. Man- oh. Katie, it's already happened. It's already in your, like... Now the day bleeds. I'm practicing harmonies for his song so that way I can just jump in and be like it's alright babe I gotcha do a high school on it <laughs> oh lads 
please i can't every time i think of high school musical now i think of driver's license and i'm like no oh no 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 it's a I tough can't. song anyway but yes dating that's in that is a very important conversation to have leave the couples whether they be a man and a man a woman and a woman a black person and a white person a disabled person and an abled body person or two disabled people just leave them alone say nothing yeah, it's like, it's like, leave us alone every love is normal Jesus Christ. Um, if you want to follow anything with Neve, it's Gigability. Uh, Gigability the blog or Gigability? Just Gigability. No, Gigability the blog. Irish Music Gems the podcast. And uh, yeah, perfect. So um, Irish Music Gems the podcast. What was the other one you said, sorry? Neve Dumpy One is my own personal one of anyone per- wants a chance. Perfect. Then we have Lauren Beth on everything, am I right? Everything, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, girls, I want to say a big thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing thank your... You for- Thank you for being a friend. I'm not joking. Uh, well, no, I'm not joking. Thank you for being a friend. And um, thank you for being two very supportive girls because um, it's brilliant. It's always so nice to see two girls thriving. I really appreciate you coming on, you talking so openly. And I hope that anyone who is listening, whether it be students listening, adults listening, um, or people who are anyone listening at all that you've taken something out of it and that you're going to go into this world a lot more open and a lot more um how will I say a lot more um confident in your conversations and in the questions you ask obviously if the person is of is okay to answer them if we want to know any more about that my friends Dan and Dara who do a podcast called Dan and Dara doability which focuses on a lot a lot of different aspects of disability and current topics and all that kind of stuff and they've had me on three times i think cool just for common knowledge would be places like Irish realtor association for service providers and stuff like that and if you if you just look up general care services and stuff look up the day services in ireland and stuff and they'll get all the information that you need there the point is if you actually want to open your mind and not be ignorant, it, the information is out there. Go and look for it. And it's the exact same for it, yeah. 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 Um, final thoughts, girls, final words. Final final words definitely to anybody. Be open be to general public, be open minded, ask the questions, educate yourself. Don't be afraid to over educate yourself in any aspect of disability and then just in general the parents of disabled um children don't be afraid to let your kids try things either very true very true because that's how i managed to be able to do everything that i wanted to because the worst the worst thing that can possibly happen is it can go it can go really really well or they can develop a thicker skin and be better set for life very true true and lauren what would you like to leave the people with I would say, I mean, just just love everyone. Just live life accordingly. Be respectful to everyone. Because at the end of the day, we all live, we all die, we all have faults and insecurities. It doesn't really make anyone any better than anybody else. So, you know, just, just be nice to everyone. Treat people the way you would like to be treated. I don't know why I'm quoting Jesus, but you get the but point. But it's so true, though. Like, there's no point. Like, you wouldn't go, and if you wouldn't like it, if someone came up to you and hurled abuse at you, so why are you doing it to somebody else? 
exactly so, yeah definitely well girls i really appreciate you being here again and your time look out for new podcast episodes and new blogs from gigability once once we're allowed to be out there again and look out for new music from lauren beck because she's going places girls she's going and you will you will hear her soon on a television program that's all I'm saying. Dun, dun, dun. That's, all we're allowed to say. That's all we're allowed to say. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. Go and have a fabulous evening.